Love Talk Radio. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Well, hello, everyone. It's Janet, the Higher Self Voice, yet again, trying to bring you, not trying, but this time will work. I will be bringing you the message of George Floyd. Uh, There are times, as we all know, that before, even during an important event, something unexpected can happen. They can throw us off that can upset the apple cart. And in this case, a glitch in the program and with the Wi-Fi uh, occurred only minutes before it was supposed to be on yesterday. I tried my best to resolve the problem, but I was pretty sure I hadn't. Not positive, so I went ahead and I actually did the program, only to find out that sure enough, afterward, there it hadn't recorded. So I wasn't sure at first what to do. So I decided that I would instead write out the message. I had been working with George all week, and I had written quite a bit of the message down just to have it. And I just decided that instead of calling in again, because that was pretty intense pressure for me, I would write his words and That's what I did. I did from what I'd written earlier in the week. I also recalled much of what he said yesterday, and he worked with me today when I actually wrote it out. So I am going to read the words to you. Okay. (laughs) Um, And I'm very confident that even though I might not have it word for word, which I'm pretty sure I don't, that I'll be reading it with the purity of his intentions. Okay, after the reading, I am going to go straight into the Global Healing for Change. So I hope you'll join me for both parts, both the message and the healing. Okay, so this now will be the words of, from George Floyd, and he actually is here. Thank goodness. <laughs> Um, giving support to me. Okay. All right. His words. You may wonder how or why this one, I picked this one to give my message to the humanities. He means me. In short, it's because of her purity of purpose and sincerity of motive, although she's not the only one that carries it. However, she is one of the few that is well acquainted with the fifth dimensional perspective. I knew that even if she missed some of my words, she would understand the meaning at the level I intended without distortion. She does not relay my message in order to force you, any of you, to believe or to convince you of anything. She simply is offering you the chance to hear, the chance to understand, and the chance to promote change. I'm speaking to you today from my depth soul. This is not the mind of the life I had as George. It is a very deep, 
and wise part of my human soul that carries clarity of the perspectives that I share today. My conscious mind, for the most part, would not have known these things. I'm also a fifth dimensional. This means that deep inside I have a desire to help people, to commit to my mission of helping all souls in the four lower kingdoms. I've been in place carrying the dual soul nature, both the human and the fifth dimensional soul, for many billions of years. I've had some miserable lives, some spectacular lives, and many mediocre lives. But each life, I had a mission, a reason for choosing that particular life. And sometimes things in those lives would work out well, and my mission would be successful. Many times, not so much. But every time, however, I was giving out the fifth dimensional energy to help those in the human kingdom that were ready to take in the higher frequency. This is Janet. I just want to interrupt for one second. Please, if you want to understand the fuller context of what he just said, listen to my part one of three for George Floyd, and it explains that. Okay. Back to his words. Some of you may think that my death was a result of being in the wrong place at the wrong time, wearing the wrong color of skin. But I wish you to know that, in fact, I was in the right place at the right time, wearing the right color of skin. Right? Because it meant that my purpose was successful. Let me explain. Before I I incarnated as George Floyd, I made my choices as to my parents and others and the situation and conditions that I would be born into. Of course, once born, I had no memory of my plan, but I set it up well and was able to carry it out. So what was my mission in this life? It was to make a difference. And I decided before birth to be part of events not specified beforehand, where somehow I could make a statement, change viewpoints, and be a force for change. It was up to my soul to find a way to make that happen. And it did. I was not the first in line of those who suffered at the hands of others over couple million years on this planet. This has been the case over and over again all over the globe. But here at this time, as part of the COVID-19 shakeup that the planet has co-created with the virus, I followed a slew of people whose deaths or mistreatments did not get the attention and make the impact that was needed. I chose then from my soul level to be the straw on the camel's back, to help blow the roof off the distorted and rooted beliefs that some are more worthy than others, that some are more important than others, that some are more equal than others. Of course, this is not the case. Bottom line, I chose this death. Of course, every human 
choose every human soul chooses its every death. I want to be clear. I was not a victim. I chose it for the impact it would have. I wanted to step up and propel movement forward, even if it meant my death. Helping comes in many costumes. Even death can make a powerful statement. I was not a perfect man. There were times I didn't live up to my standards of who I wanted to be. There were also times when I felt proud to be the man I was. This makes me just like all of you. I'm part of the human kingdom. I'm sorry, but I'm kind of crying right now because he does touch me deeply, okay? I am part of the human kingdom, and you could look at me like an average man. I say this because I'm not a hero, not someone who should be placed on a pedestal or in a martyred state. Okay. My hope for all of you is to please bring understanding and forgiveness into your hearts. Hatred, anger, judgment only bring us down to the level of others who hate and judge. It also only adds to the deep well of both already in the force fields of the planet, which in turn fuel more and more of the same. Let's not be a part of the problem, but part of the solution. So instead, please lead with thoughts of forgiveness and understanding. This doesn't mean that anyone who commits bad acts will be let off the hook. No soul can be put on the hook or let off the hook by anyone but itself. In the free will kingdom, each soul makes its own choices. And when we choose to empower and exercise love, understanding, and forgiveness, we bring in enlightenment, we raise the frequency of the planet's etheric bodies, and we encourage and demonstrate to others that there's hope for the world. In this way, we open the door for the manifestation of the goodness that all souls carry. Every soul has its own journey. Some who do bad acts are done because they are unenlightened or uneducated or in deep pain or carry great distortions around beliefs. We can't understand the journey of each soul, but we can understand that every soul has great value and deserves to be cared for, respected, accepted, and loved. There is much change already happening around the world thanks to the many who have taken up the banner for change. Every large and every small effort helps, whether now, in a week, in a year, or many years. To help everyone with the task, the following healing will act like wind at your back, making the effort more effective. Please understand, and this is important, that some will not yet be ready to take on the change of perspective. But again, this is not a reason to hate. 
This is not a reason to judge. This is a reason to self-motivate, to give more love and understanding to your fellow man and stand in the place of knowing that that soul will find its way in its own timing. I thank you all for listening, and that comes from me and from George. Right now, that was his message. I hope you all understood it. I just, I'm going to move on to the healing, um, but I do want to say that it's been an honor for me to be the one to share the message. Okay, so this is part three of three. It is the global healing, and I just had a little intro beforehand. So many have, around the world, have spoken out and stood up to promote not only a shift in consciousness, but a shift in action. George Floyd's death catalyzed a nation and other parts of the world um, to... to shake them out of their stupor, apathy, feelings of helplessness. What I can offer today is to do a healing, utilizing the energy of all who listen now and in the future to keep the movement going forward, bringing real manifestations of actual change and hope for the many who have had so little. Whether your viewpoint is black lives matter or all lives matter or every life matters, each of you can make a difference. The healing will move around the planet and every time it is heard, the recording is heard from the archives, the healing will happen again, further empowering its effect. So please join me now and over and over and over again. Okay, so now I am going to do um, the healing itself. And I am going to shut my eyes for much of it because I want to fully move into the amalgamation and bring as powerful healing as I can that my my effort (laughs) can bring in. So I'm going to do the amalgamation first. I did talk about it in some of the more recent but but earlier podcasts. And now you're going to hear it in full for the healing for the globe. Okay. I'm asking that everyone listening, either now live or in the future, please begin to focus on the light the pure soul essence that we all carry within, the pure soul essence being the part that every soul carries that comes from originating source, that is everything the originating source was, is, and is becoming, and is our purest and most perfect and most point, potent point of power. This focus of attention that we put on it, you can use a symbol for that, light that you carry within, flame of a candle, spark of light, the symbol of the sun, which I've talked about before, any symbol 
or just saying the words, I am my pure soul essence, is enough to activate that energy. Being divine energy, we have to invite it in. We have to give it permission to move into our fourth dimensional human kingdom. So I'm asking that we focus on it, and I am seeing, and it's bringing tears to my eyes, because I have a global picture. I am being given a global image, and I'm seeing light coming on all over the world. And the more we focus on the light, and remember this is present and future listeners, excuse me, whenever we focus on that light, and keep focusing, it grows. It grows. It has unlimited potential, unlimited power. And that focus is the turn-on switch. And it is being turned on all over the globe. And I'm asking that all of the light be joined in one accord at the pure soul essence level, creating a beautiful, giant array of light around the planet. It is all of us of the divine energy we carry within that is actively going to be doing this healing today. In addition, I'm going to ask that we all become one with, amalgamate with the totality of our higher selves. Whether or not anyone is a fifth dimensional, we all have access to the fifth dimensional energies simply again by focusing on it. It is also carried in a divine will level. We also need to focus on it. All you need to do to bring that energy in is to say, I am amalgamated. I am one with my higher self. And I want to bring it in individually and collectively. So all of us are joined in one accord at the higher self level as well. I'm also going to call in any other higher selves from any other realm or direction that care to help with this. And I'm seeing so much help coming in, so much help. And I'm not going to name all the help, but I'm seeing many, many parties coming in, many, many very high energetic frequencies, fifth dimensional, sixth dimensional, and also very highly evolved fourth dimensionals are coming in to help. There is a massive amount of help that going on for this being brought in, being volunteered, coming in to help in this healing today. I'm also going to ask that we all become one with the originating source of all there is. Keeping in mind, it is a giant, unlimited, infinite network of all souls connected as one. And when we focus, use the conscious focus of attention to become one with that, we are also giving it permission to move in and bring in the energy, the help, the information at the very highest level that each and every one of us can handle. I'm activating the Rainbow Bridge energy to help all of us line up our in our chakras with the chakras of originating source. I'm calling in an energy called the tuning fork energy. It helps align the chakras and move them to being in tune with one another. And we are in a position now, globally, planet-wise, working on the humanities to begin the releases of patterns that 
so many humans carry, including all the fifth dimensionals that carry the dual soul nature. We all carry the human soul. We've all lived in the human kingdom for eons of time. And we've all picked up the patterns that humans that haven't yet reached that fifth dimensional frequency have reached. We still pick them up because we come in each the mind of each life and we learn from the societies and the cultures, the parents, the people around us, the teachers, the authorities around us. We learn in each life and we are hurt in each life and we misunderstand in each life and we're afraid in each life. We might have joy and love and acceptance in each life as well. But we're here to heal the problem, the problems that we have developed, the soul scrambles that everyone has developed. And I will now begin by having the humanities. Now, each and every soul has the opportunity to move into this healing. But it does not mean each and every soul will choose this opportunity. It is not my or any of ours. We, we cannot force. We cannot trespass. We have to love and accept that, he, that some will not accept it. But anyone that does accept it, even if it's 1% or 10% of the energy or the help, it is something they've accepted. They can't give it back. Once accepted, they have it. They hold it. They'll utilize it on their own timing. So this is the best we can do, and it is pretty darn good. So now I'm going to ask that, and I'm asking the higher selves, all of the fifth dimensionals around the planet, anybody that's here to help to facilitate this release as I call forth the various patterns, the various issues, the various problems. I want the higher selves and anyone else in place to help each and every of the seven plus billion people that are here. And I'm just now going to ask, and as I call it out, the energetics that they've carried, they carry at the mind level and that they carry at the soul level. As much of the energetics will be released into this beautiful, incredibly powerful array of light that surrounds the planet. It actually moves past the planet out into the universe, out into the solar system, out. And the more we focus on it, the further it reaches. So we are helping those actually in body and out of body. And any soul that cares to join, even if it's just partaking of a little bit, is welcome. I'm now going to start to call out the patterns. And I want to call first the hatred, the judgment, the attacks, and the criticisms toward the self and toward others. Oh, the minute I call it out, I'm starting to see the like smoke, like dark, dark, dark smoke, dark, yuck kind of stuff coming out from all over the planet because we all have carried hatred in some lives. We've all carried judgment in some lives, some parts of this life. We've all carried attacks, criticism of others and of ourselves. We've all carried it. We all carry a little bit 
I mean, this, everybody carries a little bit of everything. Some have it more extreme, more intense than others. But if you don't carry it, do not fear. You will not, no hurt, no harm. You just won't release it. But I am seeing a huge amount, and it's just moving into the light. I want to act. I want to empower the light. To be, the light neutralizes it and absorbs it, and it's just moving and moving. And also, the light is moving into the astral. There are higher selves in charge of the astral, and they are using it to neutralize the astral or the force fields of energy around the planet. Both, they are. They coexist. And I, they are moving and bringing the light to neutralize what's being carried in the astral as well as the individuals are releasing their own individual energetics. It is powerful here. And I want to call out anger. I want to call out all the anger and the rage that we've all had, if not in this life, in other lives. We're calling it out because rage and anger is the great justifier it is the great justifier. If we get angry enough, if we're mad enough, we can just justify any of our actions. We want to be operating out of a place of harmony, balance. And we don't want to justify our actions. Because what happens? We do something out of anger. We justify our actions out of anger. And then we get over the anger. And then what comes in? Regret. How could I have done such a thing? Shame, guilt, and that's what I want you to release now. The regret, the guilt, the shame for your actions, not living up to the person that you want to be, that you feel you should be, that you clearly mean to be. You want to release all of that, the anger, the rage, the justification, then the Again, the, the disappointment in the self, the, the regret, ugh, just guilt and shame. Let's release all of that, guys. Release, 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 release. And I am calling in, although I'm going to get at the end to calling all the divine energies. Meanwhile, I'm going to use divine flush to help flush it out. So we're going to call in this energy to help push out these energies that we're, that I'm calling on to be released. So we want to release the divine flush. I mean, we want to call in divine flush to help with the releases. I'm also going to activate the symbolic but very real energy that is created from your own powerful divine light. I call them the reverse fans. They're like fans, but they suck. So I want one in front of each and every chakra around planet of every individual that will accept it because I can't force that any individual that soul that chooses I want that reverse sand to help suck out these issues that I have been calling out and many more that I'm going to be calling out I want it all to be sucked into the light they're fans they're made of light see they get the the energetics move into the light I also want to have everyone release what I call the lacks, um, lack of self-love, lack of love, I mean self-acceptance, lack of self-value, lack of self-forgiveness, lack of self-worth, lack of deservability, 
any and all lack that we carry. And also, I want to release any of those things that we feel about others, that they aren't worth, worthy, that they aren't lovable or deserving or uh, I, I can't accept them. I'm not going to accept them. I, I'm not going to um, care anything for myself, ourselves, and for others. We want to release as much as possible of all these lacks. And right behind the lack of all these lacks come the fears. Fear is something we've experienced in every life, fears of every sort, and known and unknown. We can't possibly know all the things we were afraid of in these other lives. We can't possibly know. But it can be little tiny fears, as little as a a noise startles us. You know, we get afraid to something big, like we're about to be eaten by a lion or um, engulfed by lava from a volcano. We have fears of everything, and we want to especially address the fear of change because change is at hand, and it's scary sometimes when the new normal doesn't come back. I mean, when we the old normal doesn't come back and we're creating a new normal. So we have fears of change, fears of the unknown. How is it going to be? How am I going to be? Who am I going to be? What's my life going to look like? We also have fears of loss because when change comes in, we often associate change with loss. We're going to lose a friend, a loved one, a job. Things are going to change. It won't be the same. I won't have the same security blankets. I won't have the same go-to people in my life. Perhaps doesn't mean change is going to create loss, but we can be afraid it will. So I really want us to, to release the fear of loss, the fear of failure, the fear that somehow whatever the new is coming, we're going to fail at it. We're not going to measure up. We're not going to meet the challenge. I want all of that fear or fear of rejection, guys, that somehow the new, we're not going to fit in. We're not going to be comfortable or people won't be comfortable with us. So please, let's release all that fear of not fitting in. Also, the fear of being vulnerable. We've developed in the old normal ways of coping, defense mechanisms, workarounds, avoidance techniques. We have developed so much in the old normal that there's a fear that we're going to be so vulnerable. Something will happen and we're not ready for it. What does that mean? How are we going to deal with it? How are we going to cope when some new drama or trauma comes along. And so I want us to release fears along those lines too. Fear just is a bridge to bring in and manifest exactly what we're afraid of. So we want to release as as much fear as possible. Please understand that the wells of fear that we carry are deep, but every time we release and that those, whatever we release moves into the light and is neutralized and absorbed by the light, We don't get that back. New things could bubble up from that deep well. But instead of thinking, oh, it didn't work. 
you know, I'm still afraid, see it instead as an opportunity to do some more releases because your soul is presenting you with more fear, bringing it right to your face. Hey, there's more here to let go of and to neutralize. Okay. I also want to have us all release. Let me wait just for a minute. I want to check in on the planet. Okay, I am just asking that we all focus on the light. There is absolutely a tremendous amount of release going on. And it's almost as if the dark energy, now this is the, these energies I'm calling for release, is, is overwhelming the planet. It really isn't, but I really want us to focus on the powerful divine energies that we carry. We want to call on the pure soul essence um, energy that we have that is a gigantic light uh, array of light we want to call on the originating source it is never ever can be emptied or we can't ever take away from it it is an absolutely infinite source of, of light and I want to call in as much and I'm seeing I'm glad we did that because I'm now seeing the light is just absorbing all the releases very well. Um, sometimes we have to go back and refocus, re-empower, re-intensify, and that's exactly what we did. So I'm very happy to go on now. I'm happy to say there is so much going on around the planet. It is so much. So this is great. I do want to also call out the pain, the suffering, the sorrow, the heartache the agony and the despair that we've all had in this life and in every life. We aren't, we, we, we aren't got free, not in the human kingdom, because the human kingdom, we choose to experience those things. In the evolutionary process, we learn, we expand, we grow from those things. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't leave an imprint, a very deep imprint. And I want those imprints of pain and suffering, sorrow, heart, heartache, agony, despair to be released. And I want to call on um, the divine Petros energy. It is an energy that works at the heart center. For every in every in each individual, I'm calling on the divine Petros energy. It is there to help process the pain and the suffering and the sorrow and all of the things I call out that are actively moving out of the heart center. It can be actually physically painful. And the Petros energy is being lined up. I am literally seeing billions of people carrying the Petros energy, working madly, working at the heart center to pro help to process the pain and suffering and sorrow and moving it through the divine love energy that it carries. It's an energy that is divine love that helps us process out the pain. So this is a very powerful energy and I'm seeing it and I'm seeing symbolically some smiles on people's faces. I don't know where that came from, but I'm seeing a lot of smiling because guess what? It can be a relief, can bring in joy and happiness when some of the pain we've been feeling and it's emotional pain, 
physical pain, psychological pain, spiritual pain, any kind of pain, when that starts to release, there's tremendous relief and a sense of joy and hope. So I am seeing smile, smiling. I don't know how to explain it, but that's what I'm seeing. Okay. I want to release bias, prejudice, tunnel vision, blinders, and distortions. We have all have biases, tunnel vision, distortions, prejudices from so many lives. Even if you feel you're free of that from this life and your conscious mind, anybody's could be actually free of it. But at the soul level, we have been in so many societies, known and unknown, all over the universe. This isn't the only planet, but just imagine the societies in this planet that teach bias, prejudice, right, wrong, should, shouldn't. Some are the inequality. Some souls are better than others. Some are just riffraff, not worthy of our time or attention. There is so much bias and so much tunnel vision, so many distortions around the value of man, around the value of every soul, and we have it at the soul level. So I'm asking everyone to release that. Now I am seeing some resistance. There is a lot of places and a lot of people around the planet that are releasing very, very much but there are other places that have sort of gone down to a trickle. Um, and it's, it's not any specific place. It's all over the planet in different little different areas. Um, I am seeing some specific areas, but I'm not going to name them. I just want all of us uh, to send in divine love, divine understanding, and divine acceptance. These places, these souls are on their own timing. And we don't want to hate. We don't want to resent. We don't want to, in any way, shape, or form, judge. Instead, we want to send love and acceptance and as much light as we possibly can to help these souls. Divine understanding, divine clarity of vision, divine freedom from bias and blinders. I'm sorry, I'm crying a little bit. I'm sorry, guys. Thank you for sending the love, everyone. Okay. Now, many and much of what I have been asking for you all to release is built on misunderstandings, misconceptions, and misinterpretations. We were born into lives that didn't have most, not all, but so the majority of lives that we've been in were not carrying the level of concept that we carry here up this, on this planet at this point in time. Instead, it was more like, and you've all heard me, who've known me from before, dark ages and middle ages, primitive times where there was very, very little understanding of what we know now. And we came out of those lives carrying the belief systems, the misconceptions, the 
interpretations of what went on from that time period. I want everyone to release as much of those as possible, and this will be known and unknown. And I am seeing a bunch coming out. We don't need, these are the things that tell us the shoulds and shouldn'ts, the rights and wrongs, the ups and downs, the goods and bads. These are very much the basis for many of our judgments, many of our criticisms of ourselves and others. And I really, really want us to release as much as possible. And I am seeing a tremendous amount of release a lot of release. This is really great. And part of what's coming from sort of tagging along is another element that I wanted to work on. And that is, I just want to make sure I'm okay with time. That is the self-identities we all carry. In every life, in each life, we carry the self-identity when we're children. We have a self-identity of who we are as children. Have we been told that our parents were good girls or bad girls? Or are we, um, have we been told, well, you're, you're not grown up yet. You're still too young. We have self-identities. Or you're so grown up, you know, at your age. I don't know. Everybody's experienced different things. And we come out of every phase of life, whether it's childhood, teenagerhood, um, school. You know, we have self-identities as a sibling. As a child, as parents, some of us are parents, as bosses, as employees, as part of a, a, you know, authorities on some level. We may be authority in one area or another. We have self-identities that we have attached throughout our lives. We become attached to these self-identities. Well, you can imagine how many we have for all the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of lives that we have lived. So I'm asking part of the misunderstandings and the misconceptions are all playing into the self identities that we carry from this life and other lives. We want to release the self identities of being less than any self identity. And I'm just seeing a huge amount. It's as if some balloon popped and you know, um, kind of like America's got talent when they hit that golden buzzer and all those things flake down, those golden pieces of ribbon or whatever they are. It's like that, but something is exploding. Um, it's not floating down. It's the self-identities have kind of been let go, just released into the light. This is a beautiful picture. Some of the self-identities may be good ones. We actually want to release every self-identity because any belief carries with it a limitation. And if we believe, for example, that we're really good at such and such, and that belief becomes a self-identity, we may not be able to see ourselves doing something else, being any good at anything else. So we want to have choice. We're so unlimited. And we want to release as many beliefs about the self that we can, about anything that we can, because belief is a limiter. Belief actually carries tremendous amount of glass ceilings that we can't get past because the belief holds us stuck. So I'm asking that 
everybody release as many beliefs as possible, as many as possible. And I'm just seeing like a huge smoke, just huge smoke coming up. Out of, I'm feeling it coming out of one chakra, and I'm not sure what exactly, but it is carrying with it the beliefs from, that's carried in many, many chakras. We have so many beliefs, guys. You have, they're known and unknown, but it is just pouring out. I am so happy. I'm so thrilled to see the releasing going on. Everybody is doing such a good job. I don't know everybody, but so many are doing such a good job. So I also, along with beliefs and disbeliefs, I want us to release um, the pattern of locking into these truths, these beliefs. The locking in maintains that feeling, maintains the stuck, stuck nature, the stuck place we're in. So I want everyone to please release the stuckness, the locking into, and allow the divine freedom to move past the ceiling, to move up in expansion of concept and understanding in perspective and viewpoint, to bring the change to yourself within and to role model and change for others. Now, there is something called solidified truth. I want everyone to send as much light of your own light to whatever solidified truth each and every one carries, including those that aren't and would never listen to this. We want to call in the light. I would like to use a symbol of little tiny jackhammers. A solidified truth is a truth that someone has been carrying for so long. It is never questioned. There is never any doubt that that truth isn't 100% accurate. It is symbolically solidified in one's heart, in one's mind, in one's soul. And we want to call in as much light. We all carry them. Some are more intense. Some are more, you know, everyone's is slightly unique, but we have some very similar ones. So I just want this symbol of divine jackhammers of light to start jackhammering away the symbolic solidified truth. I see a symbol where there's this giant rock or something that I carry within or that my clients or someone in my groups carry and the jackhammers chip away at it. Solidified truth, it's hard to just say, oh, I release that just like that. It doesn't work quite like that. So I'm asking that we just chip away at the solidified truth. And wherever there's any cracks, anywhere we've made any little opening that we send in the divine light of clarity, the divine light of understanding, the divine light of healing and harmony and balance and transformation. Okay. I also want to call in or let go of something that we all carry and that is the misunderstanding about true self-responsibility. 
I can't recall if I talked about it in one of my recent podcasts, but responsibility is misunderstood simply because that concept, the higher expansion of the concept has not been around in most of the lives we've been in. And it is here now in this um, this planet at this point in time, but it takes time to settle in, move in, become bubble in, become part of all and everybody's consciousness. So I want every to help with that. Let's release the misunderstandings and the limited beliefs about self-responsibility. Sometimes we blame. We think, oh, it wasn't my fault. I'm going to blame so-and-so. I'm the victim here. And in fact, we're never victims. But when we blame, we make ourselves a, bl- a victim. We make ourselves uh, powerless. We make ourselves helpless. We move ourselves into a waiting game. Because if somebody else is responsible for us, then guess what? They're responsible for fi- fixing us, too. And so we can wait till a cow's come home or till hell freezes over because we aren't taking responsibility for our own reality, our own lives, our own self at the deepest level, that free will, 100% level. So I want everybody to release the pattern also of blame because blame is, creates, makes us all victims when we blame others. When they blame us, we become victimizers. So when we blame someone or something else, they become the victimizer. When we get blamed, we become the victimizer. And as victimizers, we can't fix. George himself said earlier in his message, there's some souls that just are not ready to move on. Let's not judge. Let's not hate. Let's accept and send love. And the message that all souls are on their own timing and on their own journey is very important here. So when something happens and something else, something goes on that involves another person, if we target that person, if we target that person, We hold ourselves stuck in blame and victimhood and powerlessness. So I want everybody to release blame. I want everyone to, and blame of the self, does the same thing. It's a double whammy because we are both victim and victimizer. I want everyone to release blame, release any victim pattern or victimizer pattern that you may carry. Any lack um, of understanding about self-responsibility any powerlessness, helplessness, and hopelessness. Because when we, when we become the victim, we lose all hope. We lose, we feel helpless. And we want to call on divine power. Divine power is not the kind of power that we think of here, the power to manipulate and control, or the power to hurt or harm. Divine power connects us to our true soul essence, the purest and most perfect and most potent point of power that we carry. So I'm calling on divine power.
power to activate that connection, bring us into the knowing that we carry the power to be our own self-director, our self, to be self-responsible, our own directing identity. We will more easily bring that in. And once we understand we are connected and we know ourselves, we love ourselves and understand ourselves, it's very, very difficult not to feel the same way about others. Very difficult. It doesn't happen, in fact. We don't have to force forgiving others. We don't have to force loving others. It starts at home and when we forgive and love ourselves. Letting go of all this mishmash that stands in our way, all this energetic garbage that stands in our way, we more easily come to that place of self-love and self-acceptance and self-forgiveness. Okay. I do actually have a few more things on my list, but I am not going to do them today. I want to get to the divine empowerment because it's very important. I don't want to run out of time and be rushing through it. The very first thing I want to call in is, again, divine love. The higher heart consciousness which is the highest form of divine love that is available on this planet to the humanities. And I want to call on higher heart consciousness, divine love. And I want to see it spread all over the planet, being brought to each and every soul. And I am seeing that. And I want you all to understand that because of all the releases that have been happening, there are symbolically, a lot, there's a lot of space within each energetic field of each individual, including the energetic field of the planet, the force field, the astral. There are symbolically spaces. And this divine love will be symbolically filling those spaces, raising the frequency of the energetic field of each individual and the force fields around the planet. It is a powerful energy. And I want you just to, you can see it, imagine it, um, just say the words, I am divine love. And it is just moving, moving. It reminds me of a, sci-fi picture where you have like fog or shadows just moving out over the land but this is not a shadow it is not sap fog it is beautiful divine love energy that is just wow covering covering the planet being made available there is no soul too small too unimportant too hidden to to get it, every single soul is being brought this divine love. I also want to bring in divine responsibility, the concept of responsibility, divine forgiveness, allowing the sense, um, the energy of forgiveness to also penetrate each individual, to help each individual wherever it needs to forgive the self and others. We want to call in divine understanding clarity of vision and expanded perception, divine wisdom, so that the understanding of the self and others expands, grows, and helps propel the movement that has been begun already for many reasons. 
today, this, at this point in this COVID-19 time. I want to call on divine expansion, divine enlightenment, divine cooperation, divine communication, and divine change. I want to call on divine change. At the center of change is calm and serenity. But often we perceive change as chaos. Often, as I've talked earlier, we perceive change as loss or hurt, or maybe it'll bring up thoughts of doubt or failure or concern or anxiety or fear. So divine change is going to help transform some of those, as much of those things as the souls will allow. We do never, we never choose change unless we're ready for it. At some level, some souls won't be ready for it. But so many will be, are, and are moving through it, moving through the transition from where, from the old normal to the new normal. And the new normal is not just living with COVID, but the new normal is now living without bias, without judgment, without hate. We are adding momentum. We are adding to the effectiveness of the releases by adding all these divine energies, by joining forces and working together. I also want to call in an energy that many of you would not have heard me use before, but it is very, very important energy and works at all levels. And this is an energy that will be working very, very well for the three lower kingdoms, the mineral, plant, and animal kingdom. And this energy is evolutionary enlightenment, divine evolutionary enlightenment. And every soul at whatever level it can, it is at, even fifth dimensional souls will take in divine evolutionary enlightenment at the level that they're ready for to help them move into the next evolutionary expansion. And I'm calling that in to facilitate and help all souls on the planet not just the human souls, but of course, the human souls, the humanities is the focus of my attention now. But far be it for me to not include the three lower kingdoms because I care about them as much as so many do. Caring about those three lower kingdoms. I love them so much as everyone else or so many do. So we want to help those three lower kingdoms evolve. As you recall, COVID-19 is an evolutionary step forward for that virus. I explained it to you in my very first pod- podcast. I think it was the first one in the, of the newer one, just a couple, three weeks ago, that it was a representative of an evolutionary step forward for the coronavirus family. And it's a joyful thing whenever anything moves forward in evolutionary in an evolutionary uh, manner. So, but it's hard when something evolutionarily, some movement forward can hurt or harm us. So it's hard to love. It's hard to appreciate. It's hard to feel joy. And we understand that. 
but evolutionary enlightenment is important for every every soul on every planet at every level so this is very important another energy i wish to bring in is divine creative life force divine material balance divine masculine and divine feminine and divine hope and divine faith these energies are all what i call birthing energies these energies help to give birth to to bring materialization or manifestation into the outer world they are very powerful energies and souls will take them in as needed as they're ready for divine material balance for example is an energy carried by the pure soul essence of this planet that helps to manifest or materialize from the abstract to the concrete it can play out in the financial arena but it also helps to materialize um, gifts and talents uh, good relationships now everything is materialized in a state of balance and harmony so it's not going to materialize something negative in anybody's life it's only going to materialize in the highest ideal for an individual but it is a birthing energy the divine creative life force energy is the same kind of energy all it's like a obsessive compulsive all it wants to do is to create to give birth to to manifest to express and when we call that energy and again remembering it's a divine energy it's like wind at our back to help us create manifest express in the in our highest ideal in the areas that is in our highest ideal and in accord with divine, our own divine plan. We want to call in also divine masculine and feminine because the masculine and feminine, when the energies touch, they ignite and give birth. It is the basis for the creation of all the universe. So we want to call that in too. And it comes in in balance and harmony to give birth only to what is needed and necessary in accord for each and every individual's soul plan and their highest ideal and divine hope and faith divine very very powerful they work always in tandem divine first we call on divine hope and we infuse into that hope energy what it is that we hope for and i suggest you only do it in general. Don't put too much detail in there. But you hope that your life will be joyful, be fulfilled, that you um, manifest um, your creative creativity or your gifts and talents or a perfect partnership, whatever. But be very general so that you don't restrict the divine energies. They know we don't know at the mind level guys we don't really know what's in our best what's for the best in our lives we don't know 
not at the mind level. We have some good guesses, but the divine energies know. So the more general you keep it, the more effective it will be. You may have changes that you don't expect. You may never even relate to what I'm saying, but chances are good. They do relate to what I'm saying. So first you put divine, all the hopes, or not all, you can do this many times, you put your hope in there. And I'm going to call on divine hope for the humanities. And we want hope for divine equality, divine worth, divine value, divine appreciation, divine love for all the humanities. Then after that, we call on divine faith because faith is the energy that helps manifest all that is hoped for. And I am calling on, I'm seeing divine faith moving across the planet, being brought to each and every individual that has been utilizing the divine hope energy. And because we set it up that each and every individual have the opportunity, everyone, Everyone who has chosen at the soul level to receive this this energy will also, the energy of hope will also receive the energy of faith. I'm just checking. I want to check the symbol. Um, The higher selves are indicating, they're giving me a thumbs up. They are indicating a tremendous amount of help was provided and was utilized. They do encourage and uh, thank first and encourage anyone um, who is listening to uh, listen again um, to work on your own. You don't have to listen to the tape again or the healing again. Um, They are indicating that every time we focus on these energies, we do empower them further. And they are not only working to help the individuals on this planet, both in and out of body, but the more we focus on it, the greater the reach, the greater it moves into and around the totality of this human kingdom universe. And please understand, it is a enormous universe. So the further our reach, the more help we are giving. And wow, it is big. It's way out of my visual field I, and out of my imaginary visual field. But there is a tremendous, a tremendous, tremendous amount of light and energy and help that are, is being given out. Wow. With that, the higher selves are encasing the entire planet, symbolically every soul upon the planet in or out of body, in the human kingdom heavens um, connected to our planet. Uh, And even, okay, they're indicating even other planets that have been utilizing the energy. So there is a cocoon being given to everyone. A cocoon simply is energy to help to all everyone to assimilate and integrate and adjust to all of the shift in the energetic field that they have experienced themselves. And in this case, around the planet, there is so much change in the energetic field because of this healing and everyone that has partake, has taken part live and everyone in the future that partakes. 
there is so remember that the the divine energy stand in the center of time so we have even though we don't know who is going to be listening in the future it makes no difference we are standing in the center of time and all the future listeners are actively involved in this healing in this moment right now so i personally um wish to thank everyone I do want to wind up. I This is until next time. I don't know when my next podcast will be. Um, I don't know what it'll be. Um, I had no idea it was going to be what it's been the last couple of sessions or podcasts. I had no idea. I didn't ask for it. I didn't call it in, but it fell in my lap. And like so many who've had opportunities fall in their lap they have picked up the banner picked up the challenge and have moved forward i am not alone and i appreciate everyone that has been there with me you have no idea so i will see you in another podcast Uh, i do want to say again that my gmail is j my email is jvv as in Victor Victor, M as in Mary, Richmond, R I C H M O N D, at gmail.com. If you have any questions or any comments, I will respond for sure. I may even use them if it's okay, you know, keeping anonymity. I might use them on another podcast. I don't know. If people will hear this, I don't know if it'll be 3, 30, 300, 3,000. I have no idea. I am also going to put out in writing joins John George's message. I don't know where yet. I'm not sure about all of it, but I want to open the door for as many as possible to be to hear the words. He took his time to come in to help me and he gave me a lot of help he took his time to do that and i appreciate it from the bottom of my heart and i'm sure all of you do as well meanwhile feel free to contact me and i will get back to to each of you when i can maybe in a day maybe in two days maybe in an hour i don't know depends but i will i will get back okay and with that i am going to end the show. Have a good week.